Welcome to Health Data Talks, where industry experts offer bite-sized tips and trends for managing legacy data. Thanks for joining us. I'm Shannon Larkin from Harmony Healthcare IT, and I'm joined by my colleague, Dave Scordall, Associate Vice President of Business Development. Hi, Dave. Hi, Shannon. Thanks for having me today. No problem. Glad you could join. Today, we're going to discuss options for healthcare delivery organizations to effectively retain their legacy data. And I thought we'd also cover the benefits of active archiving. So to start things off, Dave, can you just level set us on a definition for legacy data? Sure, Shannon, be happy to. Yeah, legacy data, I guess, to us is anything that is no longer being used actively. We're seeing a lot of this in our space, certainly, with all of the transitions to a single platform. But legacy data would be applications that are no longer in use that need to find a final resting place. Okay, so I'm assuming then that's electronic health records, rev cycle systems. You know, what kind of systems are we seeing that has legacy data in them that we're archiving today? Initially, it's primarily been electronic health records. However, a close second to that is the revenue cycle management applications that our prospects and clients are using. Additionally, once folks understand what our health data archiver application and how it works and what it is. Really, its simplest form is to explain this application is it's the shell of an EHR. It allows us to flex the application to accommodate really any type of data that comes at us. So when these organizations that we work with are making these wholesale changes from a variety of applications into a single platform, it's more than just EHR and RevCycle. We oftentimes see folks that have an accounts payable or general ledger or HR systems that are all part of one application or a combination of applications that are now become legacy when they make this transition into a single platform that handles all that. So we can certainly accommodate more than just EHR, but that really is the driving force behind the conversation with our prospects. So basically then any kind of data, which is good because I know that healthcare is one of the higher data growth businesses out there, right? There's so much patient data that is accumulating. So you mentioned that system replacement is one driver that would cause you to archive data. What about merger and acquisition? How much of that are we seeing and how much of a driver is that for archiving? That really, quite honestly, is the driving force behind this. We've seen a major transformation in our healthcare industry here from a variety of small ambulatory, mid-sized ambulatory, small critical access and community hospitals that are all merging together. And oftentimes, it's not so much a merger, but an acquisition by one of the larger health systems in the area. We're seeing a lot of that activity. And that's really what's driving the need for a lot of what we're doing here is the M&A that continues in our industry. With regard to that M&A, it seems like you could just leave the data in the system, in that historical system. What is the benefit of archiving it versus just leaving that old system up and running? Yeah, I think initially our industry here has come quite a ways here just in the last three to five years. In its infancy a few years back, I think that was the answer. We would have somebody within the health system that would migrate data from the legacy system into the go-forward application and just keep those old applications up and running. Of course, that always presents some challenges, the biggest of which is that it gets almost unwieldy when you get all these different applications. We have several clients that are to the size where their data closets and data centers are full of racks with applications that are running out there. And the challenge becomes keeping those servers alive and then also maintaining those legacy maintenance contracts with those legacy vendors to allow them to continue to access those applications. So that's really where we're seeing a big, big growth phase there where we 
as Harmony Healthcare IT can consolidate all those applications into one container and have that for those CIOs and give them the peace of mind knowing that all that legacy data is securely held in one application. So you mentioned migration in there. How would you say hospitals are figuring out how much data to migrate versus archive? Is there discussion about that when they decide that they're going to manage this legacy data? And how does that normally play out at the average hospital? Yeah, that's a great question. I think the answer to that question has evolved over time. As I mentioned early on, I think folks were putting a stronger emphasis on migration. And that was back when our archiving industry was in its infancy. And as we've grown in this industry here, CIOs and healthcare IT leaders are now recognizing and realizing that there's vendors like Harmony Healthcare IT with their health data archiver out there that allows them to put essentially every stitch of data we can get at in the legacy system into our safe container for long-term access and storage. So the transition has been from moving a bigger amount of data into the go-forward application to limiting that to maybe a year or two of problems, allergies, meds, immunizations, and maybe some discharge summaries enough for those providers to have in their go-forward application, you know, from a continuity of care perspective, and then lean and rely on the archive for everything legacy beyond that. Understood. So then the archive, which is taking all of that data and saving it, I've heard the term active archive, and we talk about that. Can you just explain what we mean by active archiving? Yeah, it really comes in two forms. Certainly archiving the static information from all these legacy systems would be one part of it. Other folks are saying, look, if we're making this transition, we would like to get out from under the legacy maintenance contracts for everything. And oftentimes those EHR systems are married up with a revenue cycle management system. So another component of the active archive would be the AR manager that is available through Harmony Healthcare IT. And what we do there is we pull out the transactional detail out of that revenue cycle management system and put it into our application to the extent that the legacy system can then handle the AR wind down and rebills of the AR that's out there. You know, the 835, 837 transactions can be accommodated and handled through our application. And once that transition has happened and validated, our clients and prospects are in a position where they can comfortably decommission that legacy system and cancel out on those maintenance contracts and shut down those servers that might have some vulnerabilities. So definitely workflows, winding down AR to zero. Let's talk about clinical workflows a little bit. What kind of integration is there for a clinician from the go-forward system like Cerner or Epic to the archived records? Well, that's a great question. Yes. We at Harmony Healthcare IT have built logic and developed an application that allows us to create a single sign-on between the go-forward application. You mentioned Cerner and Epic. Those are certainly two that we've worked with. We've done some work with Allscripts and several others as well, whereby we can create a tab or a button in the banner bar of the go-forward application that will actually launch our health data archiver within that go-forward application. And not only launch our application, but also pull up the patient. So we'll do patient matching and keep that patient in context. So when your providers are in the go-forward application and have a need to get that information that was not migrated, but sitting in the archive, they can click that button, launch the archive, get the information they need, close out of the archive and pick up right where they left off in that go-forward application. So from a continuity care perspective, it really, really works well. Yeah, sounds like good benefits for the RevCycle team, the clinical team. What about health information management? What kind of workflows are available to them from the archive or necessary needed by them? Yep. So we talked single sign-on for the providers. The other way to access the health data archiver is through a secure URL. 
Our application is device independent, does not require any Java runtimes or ActiveX or anything really loaded on the application. All you really need is access to the internet, secure URL, gets you to a login screen where you put your credentials in and you gain access to the archive. So for our HIM folks and anybody doing any type of release of information or anybody in the organization that has a need to access that legacy chart can do so through a URL if they aren't really an active user in the go-forward application as an alternative. Great. So the IT team is the typical buyer of this sort of solution. What are some of the benefits that they're realizing from archiving legacy data? Yeah, you're spot on. Oftentimes it's on their shoulders to maintain these legacy applications. And as I mentioned before, a lot of these larger health systems have several, many, many legacy applications that are either sitting in their data center, bogging up space in their racks and having to be maintained, or if they're vendor hosted, the health system's responsible for that hosting fee and the ongoing maintenance and contract and so forth. So a lot of our CIOs and healthcare IT leaders really enjoy the fact that once these legacy systems are decommissioned, and have run through the process of archiving on our side and validated in our application. They can comfortably decommission those applications, shut down those legacy servers that could have some vulnerabilities, as well as stop the maintenance contract on those and have a single point of resource or a single access that has a listing of all their legacy systems inside of one container, if you will. Sure. And I would imagine that that is more secure than having that data strung out among all of those disparate systems? No question at all. Yeah, we are a high trust certified organization here. So you can rest assured that the car client's PHI and HIPAA related information is secured at the highest level. And most of our clients host with us. You know, we do have a SOC 2 certified data center that we host with. It's certainly an option to keep your data on-prem once it's archived. But again, once you realize the benefits and all the work that Harmony Healthcare IT has put in to ensure the security of this legacy data at a price point that makes sense, the vast majority of our clients are just hosting with us. And it's really just the easy button for Mm -hmm. a lot of our prospects and clients. Okay. If an organization is considering creating a legacy data management strategy, how do they get started in doing that? First things first is you just have to get your arms around the legacy inventory that's out there. I've seen it several times where once folks understand the concept of archiving and have seen a demonstration from Harmony Healthcare IT of our health data archiver, the number of systems really kind of comes out of the woodwork. You mentioned earlier, we discussed earlier, the EHR is kind of the driving force and RevCycle a full second. But once folks understand the application, they're like, well, can it work for this, that, and the other? And all of a sudden, their inventory it grows and swells mm-hmm. to the point where a lot of folks didn't even realize they had these systems. And then, of course, we mentioned before, any type of merger and acquisition, Harmony Healthcare IT really just becomes an extension of that health system to help and accommodate the legacy records. So as these health systems look to approach a merger and acquisition, once that portion of it's taken care of, we oftentimes get introduced to do an overview and demo to the providers of care that are being acquired by these health systems. And I've seen it where these physicians, they ask early on in the conversation, what's going to happen to my years and years of data that I have sitting in my legacy application that I'm currently using? And once they see our application, you can see their shoulders relax and not only see the application, but see how it's available to them through the single sign-on we mentioned before. It really works well. Right. Gives them one place to put all of that data and access it readily. Perfect. Dave, thanks for joining us. That was a good definition of what legacy data is, a good review of the drivers that grow that volume of legacy data. And then you also covered the benefits for active archiving and migration. So thank you very much for joining us. Well, thank you, Shannon. I appreciate the time.
And to our audience, thank you for listening in. Join us next time for another short discussion around legacy data and the strategies for storing it. That's it for this session of Health Data Talks. Check out helpful resources at HarmonyHIT.com and follow us in your favorite podcast app to catch future episodes. We'll see you next time.